if I can do it, everyone can do it. You see that progression and you kind of want more. You know, you've had the experience of that from the mindset going against you. Who wants to be an entrepreneur? This isn't a quiz show. This is reality. A real-life discovery of what it really takes to be an entrepreneur. Hello and welcome to episode 122 of the Who Wants to Be an Entrepreneur podcast with myself, Helen Williams and Steve Lena. Steve, you made your debut with us last week on episode 121, talking all about the keywords that we um, had discussed and had been filming on a recent media day that we had. Um, How did you find it? How was it? Really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. It felt authentic. It felt good. I think sometimes we put pressure on ourselves, depending on the environment that you need to talk in a certain way. But essentially, we're having a conversation about things we're passionate about, which comes quite easy to me. So, yeah, I really enjoyed it and excited to continue. Excellent. Obviously, there's been a lot of debuts for yourself over the last few months, um, but you're not shy in terms of then taking all of these um, sort of next steps and challenges on. I always say to you, it's kind of like, you know, you just t- you just take to it like a duck to water, even if it's something that you're naturally then inside thinking, oh, you know, I'm a bit uncertain or whatever. You just really do just take it all in your stride. So. Yeah, well, again, it's a conversation we've had, and that's probably something that we're going to discuss on the audio, what we're going to lead on to today. It's not always been the case, and I think that's why I'm kind of flying the flag for everyone, because if I can do it, everyone can do it, because it is learned behaviour. You can learn these traits, and you can adapt. And although I am probably doing loads of things that I wouldn't have thought I'd be doing four months ago, but it does seem quite natural and I'm, and I'm enjoying it. And then you see that progression and you kind of want more. So yeah, it's all going really well and I'm, I'm chuffed. Excellent. Good stuff. Um, guys, this week we have um, another similar format of the podcast for you where it is a little bit of pre-recorded content that we want to engage you in um just because we have listened back to it from our filming day it wasn't intentional in this way um but we have seen um kind of the value behind it and wanted to share out to our listeners on the podcast uh, platforms as well um so this week it's all about um us asking each other questions but predicated on the back of you know what we want to learn about each other that we think will be extra value to you and actually regular questions that come up from clients and prospects and when we take part in panels and public speaking and audiences generally want to know these kind of questions Um, so it allows us to um, share and expand our insight and our advice around the pressing questions that you often have for us. As always, we always say, um, send in any of your queries or questions or anything that you want to find out about, about us, about the business, about how we can help you, anything of intrigue, any topics that you want us to cover, send us an email in, get in touch with us via the website, that's www.helpingentrepreneurswin.com or follow us on any of the platforms on social media, which you can find either from the podcast platforms or via the website that we've just stated as well. Um, so yeah, the question, Steve, do you want to do as a, a quick kind of recap over what they were and, and, and how this part of the recording went? Yeah, I mean, it, it- I think the way it turned out, I asked you three questions, you asked me two. And what's interesting from listening back, so I did listen back to the audio, 
is the guys that I went for. So we're always consistently trying to learn. And clearly you say clients or potential clients might ask you. So I was doing my prep on you. I want to learn from you. So you're a business owner. You're set up on your own. You've seen the difficulties in that and the behaviors needed to get through to the other side. So I was really interested in that. So sort of the guise of my questions were very much around what recommendations would you give to someone and how do you get and, and the things you came up with about not giving up being all right to delegate when growing a business and the commitment, the open-mindedness and just the willingness to learn and make mistakes. It's funny how everything we talk about coaching does come down to core behaviours, no matter what we're discussing. And, and that sort of stood out for me in terms of definitely the questions I ask you, them core behaviours you can't get away from. And for any success, they're the things that need to be implemented and worked on day in, day out. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, we talk about things like this at length, don't we, in terms of mm. then previous experience in a certain field or a certain sector or business specific things. And it's kind of like, like you've just said, if you have those core behaviours in place, anything else is kind of like a natural progression or a natural kind of step by step process, because you've got the core fundamentals there, mm. you know, that doesn't change um and again that is a is a bit of a nod back to hashtag you first the foundations you as the person the person-centered business the person-centered values the person-centered behaviors that then everything um around the fabrication of all of that and uh the dna of all of that is transferable then into anything that you put your mind to whether that's a personal challenge, whether it's a physical challenge, whether it's a business challenge, it is all transferable. 100%. It's, it, it's crazy that, you know, it takes you to get to a certain stage in life with your wisdom, your learning, and then you realise that nine times out of ten, the last person you ever thought of was you. You know, you're flapping around externally, firefighting at times, whether it's job, family, and very rarely do we step back and think, what do I need here? What can I be doing here? And just take all that control and kind of power back. So there were definitely that theme, even though we're from different backgrounds, like my comments on the questions you asked me came around mindset and behaviours. And the reason I speak passionately about that is because I've seen the side of not managing it correctly and not doing the right things and, I, and the suffering that goes with that. So now, like, I'm a massive advocate for that and I want to spread the word as much as I can to anyone that will listen, to be honest. I mean, you, you, you know, you've had the experience of that from the mindset going against you, mm. but then also it's kind of like what comes first, the chicken or the egg, your mindset that goes against you, or is it external factors that are then influencing that mindset and kind of like trying to sort of damage that armour, if you like. 100%, and, and yeah. Managing all of that. And you've been, you, you know, you have been in those fields because we talk about it with, with a lot of people, even if it's an individual business owner or an individual employee within an organisation, we speak about that, about managing expectations, managing external factors um, and how then that kind of ebbs and flows in and out of the impact, the risks and the effects over behaviours on that person. Um, but you've had it on a, a, a grander scale a lot more in the public eye, haven't you? Yeah, and, I, and I've learned some tough lessons because I was probably at an age and naivety where I wasn't ready for that. However, looking back, the core things that it's given me in terms of resilience and bravery and actually coming through the other side, I can't put a price on that. And I'm quite thankful to kind of have that. So yeah. now when something goes wrong, it's about perspective. 
what do you do? Do you curl up in a ball in the corner or do you think, well, what can I do from there? So it's, it's definitely that growth mindset that you have to work at, but it's very, very worth it. Yeah, absolutely. So guys, tune in and continue to uh, to be tuned in. We've got about a clip that's what, 10, 12 minutes long where we, you know, we, we are each answering these pressing questions that um, we've had for each other and on behalf of um, a public audience as well. Uh, so it's providing a lot of insight, a lot of inspiration, a lot of truth and kind of vulnerability and openness about our own experiences. But it is our own experiences and the fact that, you know, we have been there, done that in, in a number of different trenches and a number of different guises that allows us to have that experience, that knowledge and that opinion that we bring all of this coaching value to you. Um, so yeah, let us know what you think. Feedback always welcome. Um, and we look forward to seeing you on the other side. Q&A time. Helen, my first question for you is, what's the biggest single lesson you've learned since starting your own business? <laughs> and why? Single lesson, my goodness. It's been a catalogue of lessons. Um, but my single one would be never to give up. There's been many times where I'd, I have wanted to give up um, or questioned myself whether it would be easier to give up. Um, wanted is probably um, not the right way to describe it, I would say, um, because obviously you've got a strong vision and you know where you're taking things, but when you are challenged so much, when things aren't going your way, when other people are like interfering or giving yourself um, some sort of doubt, um, an opinion that might not be welcomed. Um, and yeah, when, when times and the tides just feel against you, um, you do feel like you want to throw the towel in or question your sanity. Mm. Um, I look back to the days when I was in corporate and, you know, you've got a consistent salary and, you know, you've not got the responsibility as such on your shoulders. Um, and you just think, oh, life would be so much easier if I could go back to that situation. Yeah. Um, but obviously then you need to then revisit your why. Why did I change from that corporate life and that corporate identity and job and salary into business? Um, and that then, you know, reestablishes that passion again um, and negates all of the negativity around um, wanting to give up or feeling challenged. Um, so I think that's key is kind of that staying power, yeah. that resilience. Um, I always say never say die um, and basically have that relentlessness about you. Yeah. I was going to ask the next question, but you just answered it kind of was it reminding yourself of that vision and that why yeah. and that's what you resorted to? You, absolutely. You know, we speak about that the whole time in coaching about, you know, why do you want to do that? Mm. You know, why is that important to you? And yeah, you know, the coaching techniques and the tips and the advice and all of the processes and the models that we go through with clients is is 100% applicable to ourselves as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's a great reminder. Yeah. It always brings you back to that square one point yeah. of you're in this for a reason. Mm. Why? Re-establish that, remind yourself of that and go again. And that's kind of, just to conclude that, it's kind of like, if your why isn't clear enough, that's why people do give them yeah. and fall off. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. So that's sort of getting your business going and the problems you've had. In terms of the expansion where you're at now, so what tips would you give someone who is looking at expanding the business? Delegate, the number one word. 
um, which again is a tough thing to do. People talk about delegation, right, um, without necessarily understanding it. And what I mean by that is people try to give things away and give tasks away and responsibilities away in their business far too early. And again, with that, I mean, understand your business to the fact you know it inside out, okay? You, you need to understand what tasks then you're delegating and why that is needed. And if you don't understand that, then how can you expect somebody else then to take that on, right? And this is a, it's a fine line of, of, of tuning here for individuals looking then to expand and take other people on because you need extra resource, whether that be somebody that you take on in, inside the business or it's an external consultant, it's an external freelance, uh, it could be a VA that's not even in the same country as mm-hmm. what you are. But you need to understand what it is that you need to then let go of and, yep. and ask of somebody else. Um, so that then you've got all that clarity behind it. You know what you're expecting of someone. That other person that you're bringing into the business is clear as well over what is needed. Um, but yeah, delegation is a number one um, vital component there for growth. Yeah. But as long as you understand what it is. Yeah, just if I may, just to follow up for that then, how difficult has it been for you in terms of trust? Because from setting up on your own and doing everything on your own, mm. bringing those people in and relinquishing maybe that little bit of power and trusting that it's going to be done to a suitable standard, how, how have you found that? Um, it's tricky. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um, trust for me, I'm I'm very trustworthy. Um, trust is very high on my own personal values. Um, but I'm very trustworthy and I always have the opinion of you can you trust people until they give you reason not to, yeah. not the other way around. Obviously, yes, you have to earn trust. It's the same as respect and things like that. But I always give it. And then if it's if, you know, if there's indication where it can't be there, then I'll take it back. And it's hard then to climb it, you know, kind yeah. of climb back up that ladder as such. Um But I've not necessarily found it hard in terms of then delegating the tasks what I will say there from a from a business owner perspective when you know I've started things um in business what six and a half years ago four and a half of that focus purely on HGW yeah. is I get a sense of pride now mm. where other people are then taking responsibility and are out there representing the brand yeah. and are out there then you know conducting their own work and tasks I don't have any of that. Oh, you know, that's that's mine. That's my controller. Yeah. I'm just like, this is what I always wanted. Yeah. Um, this is what I always believed I could achieve. And then when I see other people out there, such as yourselves and everybody else in the team, doing that, representing and flying the HEW flag, that only gives me one thing, and that's pride. Brilliant. But there's an expectation of standards there, and rightly Absolutely, so. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Excellent. And finally. What three behaviours or ingredients do you feel need to be in place in order to facilitate and sustain positive change? Three ingredients for positive change. Yeah. Commitment, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are not committed, you're not in it, it's kind of like airy-fairy, it's kind of like dip your toe in and see, it's kind of like, that is not going to work. I'm very much an all or nothing person, personally. Um, so I see that time and time again with other people looking to implement change is if they're not in it and they don't 110% back themselves to that commitment, to that process of change, to that process of growth, 
um, discomfort, learning, all of it. If you're not in it, it's not going to work. And it doesn't. And yeah. I see it time and time again. Um, so commitment, be open, open-minded um, and open to um, opinion, open to suggestions, advice, criticism, um, experience, uh, because it's quite easy to feel as though um, you know everything Yeah. when we don't. None of us do. None of us do. We're all learning, we're all growing, we're all evolving. Uh, so be open. And then the the third positive change, back yourself. Mm. The belief that you can do it, even if it's not immediate, you can learn, you can influence, you can implement, you can apply, you can create that positive change for you. Um, like I said, it's not going to be something that's immediate in terms of outcome and effect and impact. Um, but yeah, back yourself. That comes up again, time and time again. And that, for me, could be the trickiest one, what people find. They might have all these thoughts, dreams and desires, but there's only you can tell yourself you can do it. Yeah. And remain committed, another yeah. one you used, when things are a bit tough. Yeah. So just from the top, commitment. Yeah. Open-minded. Yeah. And back yourself. Excellent. Thank you. Give me one example from your previous experience where you can help others. That doesn't make sense, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, a large part of my previous experience comes around the importance of mindset. So everything I've done in my life in terms of my football, time within the police force, I saw the benefits of having a positive mindset and the need to adopt that because it doesn't come for free. It takes work. So there's so many experiences from stepping on a football field and actually thinking you're not going to play well, you're not very good. And what happened? Shock, you didn't play very well. Or worrying about not being good enough to do something. The importance of mindset can't be overstated. So that is what I want to bring because I have seen how you can train your mind to be a friend. How many people walk around and the mind isn't the friend? and they're not aware of it. We spoke about awareness previously. So the importance of having a mindset that works for you, it's positive, it's rational, mm. you know it's there, and whatever it throws up, you're still focused on positives and what you want to achieve. So yeah, an answer to that, 100% mindset and making your mind work for you. What excites you the most about coaching? Impacting others positively. Um actually passing on all my knowledge because I know coaching's about the individual in front of us we are all different but also we're all very similar in a lot of ways in terms of how we think the way we react to situations what we want to achieve we might not even know what we want to achieve so just giving that positive focus interacting making connections building rapport it's just exciting to have that and to see the changing people so over that period of time from when you first met someone to when they're going away putting smiles on faces and letting people know that the power is within all of us to make them changes. That's what I'm excited about because I believe every single one of us, regardless of the environment, what we're from, we can make any changes we want. 